All right, here we are back at it. Happy Wednesday. Today it is August 10, 2022. Questions and answers with the Elohim. And also the Ra group is involved. And the voice that's coming through is organized by a fraction from both of the groups, and it's called Ra'an. We welcome you all, and we wait for Winfrey to show up here briefly, or hopefully, and then we will take it from there. Right after this one-hour questions and answers, we will go over to a different conference call, as we are currently also on a conference call. And that is our daily whole planet healing gathering, where we put issues into the light for improvement, for safety, etc. And that will also be broadcast by BBS on this station from BBS. So after the hour, if you want to join in with Whole Planet Healing, hang in there for a minute, and then BBS switches to the other conference call. I welcome the next caller. Please say name and location. Cecil from the Great Northwest. Welcome, Cecil. Hey, Cecil. Hi. Hi. Hi, Cecil. Hi, family. Hello, hello, hello. All right. And as we know, Terry is in a rehab facility, so she will not be live on the call here this evening. And we will probably be playing a replay. But I wait for Wynn to join in and let us know. With Whole Planet Healing, we go through different segments. We have Cecil calling in the love light for protection. We have usually Wynn and Terry speak what's on their mind for a, a brief moment. Then we go over to Bonnie in Corona, California, who does read an excerpt, usually from channeled materials or something compatible. Then we have Jennifer in Greensburg, Pennsylvania who daily does the research on the current state of the planet in relation to earthquakes and volcanoes. And she goes like, takes a tour over, over the planet, pointing out the areas where there's activity, where we as a group on the conference call send calming energies to. After that, we open up the phone lines where those that have issues 
on their mind, they would like to put in this energy field to speak up and ask for issues to be resolved or improved. And the finishing part is where win three goes over a list of issues of concern where we also send love light to improve our current state on our planet. It can be many things. So I want to encourage you, if you're not familiar with it, to hang in there after the hour. I see it as a great service that we all can do in such an easy way. Just being there, give it your emotion, your intention, your love for the highest and greatest good of all as we honor free will. And as we are here now waiting for wind to call in, let's all just think about our beautiful sister, Terry Brown, and send her love light. Healing. Protection. Support in any way that can be provided as what we do here now and also on the whole planet healing call. We connect with the unseen powers of the Elohim group and the Ra group. Also grace and the Holy Spirit and the universe and the Christ consciousness. Providing your intentions and your efforts will also have an impact on yourself. We love you, Terry Brown. Blessings and healing. Also to win. He has a lot of hay on his fork. In love and light support him. Good evening. Welcome to the conference call. Feel free to say name by location. Hi, it's Gretchen in Mesa, Arizona. Welcome to you, Gretchen. Hi, Gretchen. Hi, Gretchen. Hi, Gretchen. Hello. Hello. And company. And company. Mm-hmm. All right. Ben told me he was going to be here.
Good evening. Welcome to the conference call. Please say your name and location. Ken Mississauga. Welcome, Ken. Uh, I dialed Hi. in late. I didn't realize it. <laughs> Hi, Ken. I didn't think anybody, uh, I, th- I thought it would be playing now and muted by now. But uh, is everyone okay? We're well, waiting for the Okay. Yeah, I just, uh, yeah, I almost read his mind. He was saying we were going to try to get another channel and maybe to help win out, help uh, Terry out. I wonder uh, if she can read. I mean, I don't know. No, he's probably going through a lot. You know, he's trying to do everything. I'll keep it going. Yeah. All right. No, so, still... you know, I'm just going to play a recording. I have something lined sure. up in case Ben was sure. going to show up. Sure. Um... And those recordings are really good, too. All right. Muted. Hold on one second. Here we go. And that is all right. So I thank everyone for being here. And okay, here we go. Sixty six seven twenty two. Yes, all right. So we're ready to get going. The recording has started. So happy Wednesday. Today it is August 10, 2022. Questions and answers with the Elohim. And we will be playing a recording from July 22nd, 2015. I thank you all for being here, and may this be informative to you. Thank you. This is July 22nd, Wynn and Terry in Arizona, and all of you everywhere. And tonight is the evening we do a call where we ask questions that you all have submitted to our sources. And if you've never submitted a question, uh, I urge you to do so. I urge you first to listen to a couple of these calls so that um, you become comfortable with it, okay? And um, so that you're not afraid or, you know. I think sometimes people, people have these areas where they feel guilty, and they say, God, you mean those guys are going to see that? I better stay away from that. Let me stay in the distance. But you know what? Just go through it. They don't really care. They don't respond to guilt. They don't, they don't make judgments. And they, they even if you screwed up, and who hasn't? Everyone has. It's okay. It's part of... Um, I would just say it's part of the process. It's part of the process to screw up in this realm. And everyone in this realm has done it, okay? So it's okay. They ask a question because 
um, when they look at you to answer the question, they, they, let's see, Chris Blair, what do I see here? Have thou forsaken me? <laughs> I don't know. He actually sent that to me, not to the Elohim. That's Rana's question for tonight. And uh, let's get started. Hi, is my volume okay? I think I should be able to tell. Yes, it's very good. My volume's good tonight. Okay, good. All right. Uh, I got a question. How do I eliminate the difference between your voice on the telephone and your voice in the room so that I don't get um, echo? Um. We did it once I, before. I, I, I would just turn down your volume on your phone so you just hear the voice in the room, okay? Okay. That's what I would do, okay? Okay. Got uh, Okay. All right. Can you hear me okay now, Terry? Yeah. All right. And... Um, I don't hear any echo from you, so that's a good sign. Okay. Testing one, two. Terry? Yeah. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? I hear you. Okay, good. Okay. Father, Mother, God, we ask for the presence of the light to surround and protect each person here, and any negativity be taken to the highest realms of light and transmuted for the highest good of all concerned. We see ourselves in the flow of energy radiating from the center of the universe through the galaxies, through the Milky Way, through the solar system, through the outer energy fields of planet Earth, through our bodies, and into the center of the Earth. And right now, we invoke a group energy connection while maintaining the sovereign integrity of our soul. And we invite those sources that are positive, service to others, honoring the law of one, to join with us. And we create a protected space that only the positive has access to. Anything none of that nature must leave now. And right now, I just want to take this moment to surround our planet in the most loving light from the highest dimensions of radiance. We ask for compassion, peace, obstacles to the negative, transmutation, of negative substances. We ask for protection 
of the Golden Gate Bridge, Hoover Dam, Boulder Dam, New York City, any area of our planet that is in a tenuous or jeopardized situation, including the Ukraine and the Middle East. And do we have our sources present? Yes. This is spot on. And we are with you on all the things you asked for. We are there. And we take a moment and we connect with each and every person who wants to be connected with. We do not move through the telephone wires. We do not move through the radio wires. We do not move through the servers. We come directly to you. It is a voice that comes through the mechanisms. And we are delighted to share space and time with you tonight. Do you have questions? Yes. Uh, Dave Ferringer in Grove City, I'm going to ask your second question and submit the first question at another time. Could you speak louder? Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. Hang on. On July 17th, 2015, that was just a few days ago, I had a very scary experience. I was in meditation when a tightness in my belly sort of sent me into a tailspin of fear. I suddenly feared death, and I had a sense that I need to make the effort to keep my soul from slipping away. I felt thousands of threads pulling the soul from my body. The feeling was very terrifying. Can you tell me what happened? Thank you. Your connection with body at any one time is a subconscious connection. And it, for the moment, at that time, let go. We do not wish to go into it too much because we do not wish to reestablish that. We suggest that you monitor your intake of nutrition and your intake of liquids to be sure to get enough nutrition and enough liquids, minerals, vitamins that your body Needs. We see that there was a farther impetus for this, and there was an entity attempting to pull you away from your body. So you may ask for protection, and do not go into those frequencies. Do not attempt to do memories about it. Just 
reestablish your tight bond with your body and your surroundings and be sure to keep your nutrition high to get enough sleep and monitor any habits that make for a lessening of connection with your body. Can't hear you, Wynn. Yes. I guess habits would mean don't do drugs, don't drink, stuff like that. They said yes to that in the room, but I was muted. Yes. Okay. How about that? Okay, next question is from Edna. And Edna says, I believe that I was in Atlantis when it was destroyed. I remember waves coming up so high, and I was inside a home holding hands in a circle with people that were in that room. Everybody crying and waiting for it to be over with when the big wave would wash out everything. Do I have any accuracy in these memories? And do I have any connection in this life with the people I was holding hands with? Like, were they my family? And if yes, do I still have contact with them today? I guess she means when she was holding hands, were they her family? Thank you. When she was holding hands, pardon? In Atlantis. In yes. Atlantis. Were yes. they? She had people in the room that she was holding hands with, and were they her family then, and does she have contact with them now? Yes. You do. However, we do not wish to go into it um, because those people, some of them are close to you now, and... You, we do not wish to give you more knowledge than they have at this time, but yes, the answer is yes. Um, they were, some of them were family then. Um, most of, some of them are family now, and your memories are accurate. And as time goes by, you will remember more. And if you remember each individual back then and sense their soul signature, you can connect it up with those people you know now and uh, sense who it may be. Thank you. Next question is from... Joanna Brown. And the question is, just a moment. Now, you know, Joanna, you've asked me this question before, and I looked at it, and I put it off because you refer to some people beings by 
two-letter names, but you haven't said how you got their names. Did they did they tell you their names? Because our sources may not be familiar with those names, but you're putting them down as if they are. So I'll read it. I'll read it, and I'll see how they answer it. But in the future, you know, there's a lot of people that use different vocabularies. And uh, if you use a vocabulary or an identification uh, that um, is not common, then it might be better for you to say more about it. Okay? Who are this? Oh, city. Chicago. She got it? Chicago. I can't hear the voice. Oh, yeah. She's in Chicago. Okay. Right, right. Okay. All right. Over 40 years ago, I received a number of visitations from crew and accompanied by Ab, Ba, and Ka. Now, I know Ba and Ka are Egyptian names. Uh, that relate to certain aspects of the soul and the energy, but uh, I don't know who these beings are. But I was never able to understand the messaging behind their visit. I am wondering if they can confirm, I guess our sources can confirm, or be aware of these visits, and if my current dilemma is something they see in my timeline or scheme. Now, you see, when she brings in her current dilemma, I'm not sure how in the world it connects with these visitations, okay? So I'll just let it go, and I'll let our sources look at it. And if they need more information, we'll just have to do it later. Thank you. Thank you. Those are beings that are attempting to come in and help you. They are like guides. Uh, and when you pick up anything from them, make sure that it resonates with you before you take it in as something to um, base action on. Simply listen to what they have to say. See the relevance and see if it's something that you can um uh, Use if there's some wisdom in there that you can use. Sometimes messages can be cryptic, and so you can give the message some time to review and evaluate and see if it makes more sense to you. It does have something to do with what they feel is your current. Um, Dilemma. Thank you. Next question. Don Herman, what actually is what some people refer to as the higher self? Thank you. Thank you. When you analyze body and soul and mental aspects, and emotional aspects, you see that within the body you have many 
intelligent aspects. You have the cellular intelligence. You have the parts, the guardians of various areas of the organs. You have workings within the body that are intelligent, and these are contributing to the lower body. The higher self is a governing, a governing body, and it is keeping heart and soul together and is a little bit ahead of the time that is in your body. The, they are in the higher aspect of the soul. It, it is monitoring the body, and it is guiding and giving wisdom, and it is very wise, and these aspects work together. Thank you. Thank you. This is from Joshua in Cedar Park, Texas, and question, what's the best thing I can do in my current situation with my relationship struggles? I'm still hanging in there trying to be positive. Those of you who have been on previous calls know that Joshua went through a separation from someone he loved and went through kind of an emotional tailspin. Thank you. The best thing that you can do is to take a little time for meditation each day and send love and light to your love that lasts and the dog you love and to see it from the standpoint of a guiding person that is there for that person as you still love that person and you love the dog and be there like as a higher soul for guiding and love. This will allow you to take the difficulties and put it in a higher perspective. The person is learning. The person is not perfect. The person is seeking something else at the time being. If you can enlarge your space to encompass those other two beings 
the girl and the dog. And two stands of love and caring, then you can rise above the heartbreak that you are experiencing. It won't be easy, but in the long run, down the road, you will see the advantage. It doesn't mean to not be angry and not experience other emotion. It is to let that pass and move through and to acknowledge the love that is already there. Next question. Um, this is from Kurt in Springfield, Illinois. I have been listening to the replays since 2012, and I very much enjoy them and the heavenly energies on the calls. My question is, I feel I have lived lives during the American Civil War and World War II. I was born in the 1980s in this life. Can you tell me a little about those lives, please? Thank you. Now, Kurt, just let me tell you, it is not always in a person's highest good to know about their past lives. Um, so uh, it, 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 I'll just leave it up to our sources, and they'll kind of decide that for themselves. Thank you. We say that you were a real fighter and that those were experiences and you, even before those wars were in other conflicts, we guide you to as little flashbacks or remembrances may happen or dreams may happen concerning it. Just maybe keep a little diary and mark it down what the flashback is. It is like little pieces of a puzzle that come together and Suddenly another piece will flash by you and you will see a bigger and bigger picture of what your past is and understand things about you that you did not know when looked at in the light of these little flashbacks, a puzzle being put together little by little. Thank you. This is from Am or Ame in Granada Hills. Um, probably this is a question that is on many people's minds right now. Recently, 
Many alternative news sources have predicted major economic crashes, false flag events, forced vaccination that contained nanotechnology and jade helm brain mapping to occur in the next few months. How do we stay above the drama and manifest for ourselves a different timeline than the negative agenda has planned for us on Earth? And if we create a reality, how do we prepare for negative possibilities to occur without actually causing them to happen by adding energy to it? Thank you. Thank you. One can build in to one's lifestyle the keeping of extra food, extra water, and still can maintain within a perspective it is very hard to move through life when these thorough predictions are being made. Some of them do have um, validity. The, for instance, um, economic woes, um, to move the focus to your own life instead of what is being predicted. Move it to your own life and build little block by little block at a time um, the life you would like for yourself the building blocks of your own personal life, the food that you eat a little bit, store the head, the money, some cash in the house for you. Um, but then Set it aside, but build it just as you can, little by little. And then any events that happen to deal with the event in the current time that it happens, rather than try to look at a jumble of predictions that is totally overwhelming. Thank you. Question from John Sibiransky. Um, He asked a question about what are the distortions, and he had an answer last week. Now he asks, what specifically can I do to break out of my patterns so that I can get a job as a software engineer again? Do I need to move, or can I find a job here in Vegas? Regards. Thank you. One of them is to 
make a list of potential job opportunities by looking in the paper, by uh, evaluating job offers, monster.com, something version of monster.com may have job opportunities. Review sites that have job opportunities. See what pleases you. What all you might look at one and say, oh, that looks like that would be fun to do. And then apply for more than one. Make a resume that is one page long that uh, has the highlights of your experience. And apply for one and apply for another if there is another place that you would like to investigate possibly living then with some software company you would like to investigate possibly working for, check out where they are and the location, um, what it is like to live there. Um, as you see more possibilities, then you will think of more things in connection with that. But follow through if anyone offers something. Follow through quickly and um, be available to investigate it further. Follow through to the conclusion before you dismiss things. Follow through to your ending that particular query. Thank you. A question from Erica. Uh, Erica in Portland, Oregon. Um, do I have angels rushing over me? Who are they? Erica Brandon, Portland, Oregon. Thank you. You do have angels watching over you. A number of them were related to you in your last life. They are excited and happy that you are noticing them, and they are connected and wishing you well. Thank you. Just a moment. Um, Christina, in another city, Christina, you were asking a question is the one that probably cannot answer directly because um, it would sound, keep in mind, to my experience of the way things work, one's life is not destined. One is creating their life. So 
when somebody asks questions in a psychic manner, there can be trajectories, you know, that are leading one into a certain direction, and a source can be answering that according to the trajectories. But our sources don't usually do that. That's something a psychic does. So when you're asking a very specific question, uh, they may not answer in the way that you're asking it. But the question is, will I be working in my professional capacity of architect at the university within the next month? Thank you. Give us a moment. We need some more information. Um, give us a moment. We get that there is a chance, um, but stay with the contact you have. And uh, don't miss an opportunity or an email or a communication and answer right away. There is a chance. Thank you. Can hear you, man. Okay. Um, John. Siboransky asks, I'm aware that our sources have told us that this universe was created 78 billions of years ago. Uh, but it also said there's more than one universe. And so John asks, what universe is this one in terms of the number of universes that have being created. Mm, this is the first universe, and then there are four derivatives that have spun off, and there is one that is being formed at this time. I would like to ask the question. As new sources, as new universes get formed, is there a application of the lessons that have been learned from the previous universes? The lessons in the universes are very similar. The lessons, I'm sorry. The lessons in the universe, each universe, are very similar. The problems are very similar. The problems vary, yes? Yes. Yeah. So the randomness and the de development that is unknown for each one. Okay. Uh, there is a development and light in the densities come about very similarly. And the problems are 
very similar in confronting the life in the different levels. <laughs> Thank you. Bonnie in Corona asks, aside from lubricating the eyes, how are tears connected with our emotions? Tears are an emotional release. Um, tears are liquid. Tears contain water. It helps to bathe the eyes in liquid, which creates a field that is more changing and can help the person as their grief forms to express <coughs> their grief and to release liquid to help unlock their emotions. Thank you. Next question. Lynn, speak. Okay, here we go. I'm sorry. I'm not unmuting myself. Terry and I are in the same room, so I have to keep muting myself every time I ask a question. Uh, this is from Jim in, let me see, Medford, New Jersey. And Jim, this is quite a bit here. Let me see if I can't get it to a bottom line. Let's see. I had a few questions festering for a while, and but I've been reluctant to put them forward. Um, the content of the calls thereafter, although not seemingly addressed to me specifically, resonated deeply, and I received the insight and understanding I was seeking, most specifically dealing with the larger topic of fear. I was amazed, and I thank you and our sources for that. Um, I believe, and he went through some of his experiences, which I'm not going to read. I believe that uh, I have a larger purpose in store for this lifetime. I now understand that all things need an opportunity to reveal themselves to us by higher sources. You only need to be aware of that possibility and open to us. The specifics are still un unknown to me. I also believe I would have never come to this realization without the redirection some 26 years ago, being that to this day, not a single person I've crossed paths with shares my quest for understanding or even the possibility that the popular consensus reality is incomplete and warrants looking into. I needed a wake-up call. Um, I can't get into it, but the events of that day and the synchronistic contributions needed to facilitate the accident 
have haunted me, not the least of which being the loss of my best friend. I have taken comfort in the possibility that despite the counterintuitive nature of it on the surface, the event I endured was necessary to get me and perhaps others involved where I need to be, and if I was not redirected, I would most likely have missed my higher purpose in this lifetime. Please ask our sources if there is any legitimacy to my rationale. I have been stuck on this journey and remain very constricted and closed off to exposing and realizing living my higher purpose. Insight on this event and closure about it uh, represents would be proved very helpful. Uh, the closure it represents would be helpful. The content of recent calls kept poking at me, and I felt encouraged by them to ask my question at this time. Thank you. Now, you know what? I better go back because he kept referring to something that I didn't read. And he referred to an accident he had. I have been on a self-guided journey of curiosity and enlightenment, having no one ever to share thoughts about the metaphysical spiritual realm. I have always been a keen observer, and even if only on a subconscious level, I knew there was much more to existence than I was exposed to in everyday life. Thank God for the Internet. My quest for a larger, more real truth started when I was 16 years old. I was involved as a passenger in a serious car accident, being one of nine teenagers in our SUV. It was tragic for all involved, and as a teenager, very hard to comprehend how such a terrible event can happen to otherwise good people. Looking back on it, I cannot deny it is the single most significant experience in my life. Further, the life trajectory in my life took took the, the life trajectory the life trajectory my life took afterwards could never have happened without such a radical redirection of my life and all involved. Note, I was a pretty good kid and athlete. Being successful at schooling came easy, but I had recently discovered girls, popularity, partying, etc., and I was drawn to those things and headed in a bad direction of underachievement. My path was headed in a very, very different direction, and then I wound up going uh, as the result of a broken neck and other injuries. I believe very strongly now, having reflected on this for years, that I have a larger purpose in store for this lifetime. And that's what I read. And I think that he is asking uh, the significance of that accident and what caused it, how and, and, and where it's been redirected. And I think he's looking for some guidance on his highest redirection. And that's from Jim in Medford, New Jersey. Thank you. When one lives in the third density, one tends to think that that is how things are and that is all that 
is your accident has redirected your attention to the greater aspect that there is much more beyond the simple day-to-day living and has allowed you to look and to see beyond the veil to some degree and that there are other aspects and factors out there that provide growth. Your purpose in being here is to learn more truths about life and to share. And this accident made a change to widen your viewpoint and see farther. Many times, if an accident such as this happens, it can bring in greater gifts for the individual as they work through the pain and they work through the disabilities and they get a whole new perspective, particularly losing friends too, focuses one attention on the greater life. We see that although the accident was not planned, it did allow you to shift and to see further beyond your own individual life. Thank you. All right, so this is the end of the recording from July 22nd, 2015. We will go over to our whole planet healing conference call next. And if you're listening in on BBS radio, BBS will also follow us to the whole planet healing conference call. So if you want to partake in that as well, please hang in there for a minute. And we'll see you at whole planet healing. Unmuted. Hope this was beneficial to you. Thank you for listening. Hope to see at Whole Planet Healing. Welcome, Welcome to everybody you. on BBS. Welcome to Whole Planet Healing. Uh, hi, Jeannie. Hi. <laughs> Welcome to Whole Planet Healing. Would you like to say your name and location? John from Las Vegas. Hi, hi John. Hi, John. Hi, John. Hi, John. Hi, John. Hi, Gretchen. Hello, Gretchen. Hello. I'm back again. Hey. Anyone else? Jackie and Julian. Hi, Jackie. Hi, Jackie. Hi, Jackie. Hello, Jackie. Jackie. Hi, Jackie. Hey, everybody. Hi, Jackie. Hi, Jackie. Hi, Jackie. John, you have to send some of that rain that Las Vegas got up here to the Oregon, southern Oregon to Ashland. We We need rain really bad.
All right, well, well, I said the whole West Coast and the South and the Southwest, so that's basically it. Okay, thank you. I hope it. I hope they're listening because we're in such a bad drought that we're having wildfires break out all over the Pacific Northwest here. All right, we're going to we'll include that. We'll have to send some from Seattle. Welcome to Hope Planet Healing. Would you like to say your name and location? It's hey, Wynn and Sedona. Oh, Hello, Bonnie. Hello, Bonnie. 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 She is. She's coming home on Friday. Oh, that's oh. wonderful. Well, I, don't know. I hope so. I think being with you is is going to be a good energy. Wow. <laughs> home is Maybe the you can do yeah. that hypnosis thing, the QHHT quantum healing, quantum hypnosis healing technique. Yeah, uh, uh, that's that woman. What's her name? There's all kinds of people that do it. Dolores Cannon is the one that started that. Right. Now, who's that talking? A Joan. Joan. Oh, yeah, Joan is Joan is All right, my friends. It is the seven oh five. We're live on BBS Radio. I welcome you all listening in on BBS. We will get started well, I- here. Am I being muted? Say it again, Wynn. Uh, am I Jackie? Hello. Jackie is here. Oh, she is. Okay. Well, I'll just do. I'll just do a little intro then. Very short. All okay. right. So okay. today, this July. No, what is it? August tenth. August, August tenth. Right here we go. The recording has started. This is August 10th, 2022. My name is Winfrey. And, you know, for a number of years of my life, uh, starting in 2002, I was immersed in an incredible experience. I was having endless conversations with what identified itself to be a group soul at the highest level of the universe matrix and was sometimes identified as God in this realm. And uh, I I didn't, I asked questions trying to figure out who they really were and what God was, if they were God. And um, they spoke to me, not like you would think God would speak to you, they spoke to me in a very familiar friend, like I, we were friends. And and they were just telling me about their experience and how they got there. And it's, it was incredible. And I was wondering, are they telling the truth? Do I trust them? And then there was this phenomena. And there were little miracles and a big miracle. And... Uh, and after a few years, I said, I think other people 
might find value in this. And I started giving talks. And when I would give talks, the room would fill with light energy. Like I could see it, like a light over people's heads. And people would leave the room buying my book that I wrote, saying that they could see auras in the room. And it happened every time. This was in 2004. And uh, after a while, people started, I put some of my channelings up on the web, and people started reading them, and they were getting really amazing uh, insights. And I decided that these guys were positive. They were truly trying to help us. And they needed anchor points in this realm to bring their energy into the realm. <coughs> so when I was giving those talks and that energy was in the room, I asked them the next day, can you explain that energy that was in the room? And they said, that was us. We were helping you. So that's why we're doing this call, because they are on the line with us. And we're going to create group intentions to try to make more positive outcomes on planet Earth. And thank you for listening. And Jackie in California, Julian, California, that's not Julian Potatoes, is it? No. <laughs> and she, w w this has kind of evolved rather um, spontaneously. We have kind of a format, and um, Bonnie is going to read an excerpt, I think, from one of the conversations I had with them. Now, I had these conversations. It wasn't like they had a megaphone on my window saying, when we're here. No, it happened through two women, who, who, two consecutive women who kept telling me they want to talk to you again. And I wasn't looking for it. It just happened. So pay attention, because there's a lot to be gained out of this, and, uh, but you have to reach back. Over to you, Jackie. Thank you so much, Wynn, and I'd like to welcome everyone to the call, and uh, including our BBS radio family of listeners. We love it when you join us on Wednesdays. Now, on the Hope Planet Healing Call, tonight and every evening, this call involves a collaboration of all of you who have joined us tonight, or who are even listening to a future replay. And those same sources that originally contacted Wynn and Terry many years ago, and they're the same sources that you experienced in the prior hour on BBS radio, speaking to us through Terry Brown on a replay. And what makes this whole planet call unique among the conference calls is due to the involvement of these sources who have indicated that they are paying attention to each and every one of us on this call, addressing our personal requests and concerns, as well as adding their energy to our group intentions and requests for healing, 
primarily the planet, but also for the people, places, and situations that concern us. And of course, always keeping in mind that free will and the principle of the highest and greatest good of all be considered. So now let's officially begin the call by welcoming Cecil from near Seattle, Washington, who will recite our invocation requesting energetic protection for ourselves, this call, and this work. Cecil? Thank you, Jackie. Father, Mother, God, the one infinite creator, we ask for the presence of the light to surround and protect everyone in attendance, including those on BBS radio, and any negativity be taken to the highest realms of light and be transmuted to the highest and greatest good of all concerned. We see ourselves in the flow of energy radiating from the center of the universe through the galaxies, through our galaxy, the Milky Way, through our solar system, through the outer energy fields of planet Earth, through our bodies, and into the center of the Earth. Right now, we invoke a group energy connection with all those present who are open to do so while maintaining the sovereign integrity of our souls. We invite those sources who are positive, service to others, honoring the law of one, to join with us. We co-create a protected space that only the positive has access to. Anything not of that nature must leave now. And back to you, Jackie. Thank you, Cecil. Well, at the beginning of this call, we always have Wynn and Terry join us and share whatever's on their mind at the moment. So, Wynn, welcome back to the call. What's on your mind? Hello, Wynn. Okay, I'm gonna. What's on on my mind is where is that mute button on the phone (laughs) so I can unmute myself? Um, I just continue what I was saying earlier. A couple more comments. This is not something you have to believe in. You know, one problem I have with the concept of God is you're supposed to believe in God. Now, some people that works for, because there are forces in the higher realms that can contribute to you and to this realm, and they honor free will, so you have to ask them. But in in terms of our group, we have thousands of conversations with them where they have explained every aspect of how they function, how they work, how they interface, and and occasionally we have huge minerals, minerals, miracles, 
And they most definitely have proven to me that they have the ability. You know, they don't have bodies. They're pure energy forms. And they have the ability to project energy into this realm in ways that not only can we feel it, but sometimes it manipulates reality so something happens like a healing. But it's not good to come to the call for a healing. Come to the call to make a connection with them because that's what makes the healing, not just believing that, oh, they can do healings. Fix me. It doesn't, I haven't seen that work, and people have come and done that. And so right now, Bonnie Penners is going to read an uh, excerpt from one of my conversations with him through Terry Brown. And Terry is, is often in these calls with me, but she's in a rehab center right now. And uh, so she is not available. And I turn it over to Jackie, who's going to introduce Bonnie. Thank you so much, Wynn. Um, we, you know, Wynn mentioned the uh, archives where there are a couple thousand channeled messages that are there on the spiritchannel.net. And uh, there's just such a wealth of information there. We really encourage you all to check, check in with that. Now, you did hear a sample of an answer uh, uh, channeling with Terry in the previous hour, but right now we're going to go to Bonnie, who chooses something from these archives, and we're going to have a reading of one of these channeled messages or something from a compatible resource. You never know about Bonnie, what she's going to choose. So let's find <laughs> out. Bonnie, what's up for tonight? Hi, <laughs> thank you. Well, we are going to visit a call that took place on October 24, 2011. And this was a Monday night wild card call. And the subject matter uh, that is listed on the spiritchannel.net for this call is how, how were atoms and molecules created? And there are, there is a group of calls that are available on the spiritchannel.net called How the Elohim Created the Universe. And this particular call fits right into that category. So after Wynn called in the light, now we start out with a greeting from Ra'an through Terry. We greet you in the love light of the one infinite creator. This is October 24th, 2011, and we take a look. We are mindful of the topic tonight of atoms, and we look and we see that everything is in motion, and the motion is what generates the opportunity for the molecules and for the atoms to occur. And there are vortexes within the molecules 
and the atom, which allows for the manifestation of these particles. Do you have further questions? And when asked, could we say ultimately those particles don't exist, that they're really just wave forms in motion that are stabilized? And Ra'an answers, this brings in the question of, and it is generally thought that these exist, Existence comes about through the manifestation and the condensation or the bringing about of the condensation of the motion into the realm where then they can be said to exist, much as when you have a movie that is the result of a number of frames. The condensation is what the motion is and what eventually, when you get it to a certain vibratory rate, brings forth the manifestation of existence. So it starts with an intention for a motion and then a motion and a condensation of frames into a vibration that then is said to have existence. And one can observe it at that point. Does that answer your question? And when responds, well, kind of. Before there was any physical universe, what was the first thought or the first idea that went through the consciousness of the awareness of the Elohim that made them think that a physical universe was possible. And Ra'an responds, there is one being behind all, and it is the one being who generated the idea of their being more. And much as a person may have a child, then the Elohim became the child and children of the one being. When was the one being organizing the idea of creating a physical universe through the Elohim who were carrying out his plan? Ra'an. As the one being began to have awareness and consciousness, when you're making a lot of noise, as the one being began to have awareness and consciousness, it played around with the idea of localizing this consciousness, his thoughtfulness and to nurture it, and so individuality was born. When? So in the formulation, was there an idea of what to do, or was it just experimentation? Ra'an, 
there was a great love for nurtured manifestation. And then this manifestation began to experiment on its own. It was still a child of the one when, as it began to experiment on its own, were there beings in it at that time of experimenting or was the actual first solidification experimenting? Ra'an. It began much as a child begins to experience and begins to wish to explore its environment and began to have, so to speak, conversations with the all. And it was not very physical at the start. When different manifestations began to develop, then they learned to come back upon themselves and learned about vibratory patterns beginning to develop. And then when asked, if we look at the universe and the first aspect of the universe, was the universe alive, so to speak? In other words, when we look at a galaxy and when we look at a planet, we think of things that are very large and that there are subsets of solar systems, planets, and beings on planets. But then there was the first beginning of persistence and universe. Would it be as if a galaxy was a head and a solar system was a foot and that they were only working together in an aliveness and a self-awareness in its unfolding. I don't know if I've said that correctly, but do you understand my meaning? And Ra'an responds, yes. However, it was not exactly like that. There were subsets developed within subsets and they were all manifestation coming out of the one. There were energy streams depending upon the relationship that had been set about at the beginning of the manifestation stream. The individual then became localized. So it is not as if it were a hand and a foot. It was as if nested, spelled N-E-S-T-E-D, nested, subsets occurred. When? When was the first idea of an atom brought into the picture? Was that brought in by the external Elohim? Or was that a creation of the consciousness of the realm? Ra'an, this was brought into effect as a subset, as a nested subset of the larger subset and was a natural result of the spinningnesses in the nested groups. When DNA is a reflector or a microcosm 
Is the atom a microcosm as well? It is a microcosm of a larger subset, and it is a building block of matter that manifests out of the larger subset. When, who created the first atom? Was there a first atom created? And Ra'an responds, there were many atoms created as a result of a galaxy. Within the galaxy, the spinning messes then spun off the opportunity for DNA and moving down the chain of manifestation into an atom, which was a stabilization of the larger moving spiraling masses. Do you have further questions? And yes, Wynn had further questions, but uh, I think I'll take this up uh, on another day. Again, this was October 24th, 2011, and this can be found on the spiritchannel.net. I'm going to turn it back to you, Jackie. I love you guys. Thank you. Thank you so much, Bonnie. I just love the variety of topics that we get within these channels messages. Um, what a wide range. It's not only informative, the, how, how our universe was created, but it, they also come down and give us useful advice to assist us in addressing the challenges that we have faced, faced living in this density. Now, among the messages that we've received from our sources is one about the importance of focusing on current events on this call. And in the specific case of earthquake and volcanic activity, they suggest that the most beneficial action that we can provide is calmness to Mother Earth. So we are going to join Jennifer from Greensburg, Pennsylvania, who researches the most current earthquake and volcanic activities. And as she guides us over the Earth's surface, pointing out any areas of concern, let's radiate a passionate intent to calm these highlighted <coughs> situations. So, Jennifer, thank you so much. <laughs> Thanks, Jackie. That was a nice uh, introduction. Tonight, as we begin, I do want to invite the spirit of Mother Earth to journey with us. She can increase our intent to send calm down. Also, our dear, dear sources are here as well, and we ask them to travel with us too. And the first place we're going to look at is the big island of Hawaii. And we have the usual low levels all around Pahala. The only activity that was really any, in any way significant is that we had a 3.5 at Pahala. That's a little bit of an uptick in um, size. And then we had a couple of low levels, and by that I mean under two on Mauna Loa. And then out into the sea, we had kind of a line, <laughs> kind of a line out in the sea that you can follow. It's interesting. 
Um, and these were all Jews. And I'm guessing, if I had to really guess, I would say they're leading out to a volcanic area. So let's take a moment and send calm down to the island itself and everything that we can't see, which we have uh, undersea volcanoes, we have fractures, we have fault lines, we have a hot spot in that area, and they're in the middle of the ring of fire, so you know they're getting pelted with lots of energies. And now we're going to take our focus, and we're going to move south um, down to the New Zealand area. Now, they did have activity that was all low level. What I'm looking for primarily is for and over. So we didn't have anything like that on either island. So we're going to move north, uh, come up to Fiji, and we had a 4.8 and a 4.5. And then we're going to move west to Vanuatu. We had a 5.2. And continuing on that same fault line, just a little bit north, the Santa Cruz Islands, we had a 4.8. And now we're going to go all the way over to Papua New Guinea, and this is in the sea called the Admiralty Islands, and it is part of Papua, and we had a 4.9 there. <clears throat> Continuing westward to Indonesia, we had the largest I could find was a 4.6, and it's very quiet there. And then north to Guam, uh, we had a 4.9. Continuing north to the Philippines, we had a 4.2. And then north to Japan. Now, this is the north of Japan, like, it would be, I, forget, I don't know what that northern island is called. Let me see. The north of Sapporo. So it's way in the northern area. And we had a 5.1 there. And actually, there were to a 5.1, no, there were three, a 4.8 and a 4.5. And then we're going to move north toward Russia, 4.0 with the Kuril Islands. And then moving across the Aleutians, we're still very quiet. And I don't know if it's good or bad, but we send our calm. The largest I found was a Chiniac. And it was a 2.9. And on the mainland, we had a 2.7. And that was about it. And then other little dots here and there. Nothing larger than those, the 2.9. And then we're going to move right down into Washington. No real seismic, but we do have Mount Rainier and Mount St. Helens, both rumbling again. Then we're going to move down into Oregon, nothing reported, except there was some sort of an explosion near Mount Hood. I think that was a man-made thing, though. And then moving down into California, very quiet there, day in California. 2.7 at Idlewild was the largest. But I do want to do our usual, um, kind of like a flyover. We start up north, 
come down to the geysers, down through San Francisco, all the way down the San Andreas Fault to Mexico. And I do want to mention on the um, eastern side of the state, we did have some activity at Ridgecrest, uh, Long Valley, and also Walker. This was all low level, and it's it's all to be expected every day. But I feel if we send calm every day, maybe it won't ever get under control. We can hope. And then we're going to go right down into Mexico, where the largest I found was a 4.0. South to Nicaragua, same 4.0. And we're going to go straight down into South America. We did have a 4.3 in Peru, a 4.9 in Chile, 4.4 in Argentina, and then come down around the southern tip of South America and go east to the South Sandwich Islands. We have 5.1 there. And then moving north along the Mid-Atlantic Ridge, um, we did have some minor activities that were under four. Um, there was a couple things going on, on, on in this area. Let's just send calm to the entire Mid-Atlantic Ridge. And then moving across Europe, everything was under four till we get to China. And we had a 4.5 in China, a 4.1 in Myanmar. And that was it. And I want to thank you all for participating, and I do think this is good work to send calm to the world. And I'll send you all back to Jackie. Thank you so much, Jennifer. Well, um, Gwen will be taking us on his guided visualization in just a couple of minutes, but right now the phone lines are going to be unmuted, and you have this opportunity to put your particular concerns into the light. And if you're on BBS radio or listening to a replay, this is also the right time to put forth your concerns. Now, um, I'd like to thank everyone for your, your contributions tonight, but before I end my portion, I'd like to remind everyone that Again, we will be holding a light bud meditation for Terry Brown right after this call. It won't be on the conference call. Meditate privately wherever you are. Visualize Terry in a state of health, vitality, well-being. And we will begin at 8.05 Pacific time and continue for about 15 minutes. I hope you all please join us. Thank you. Unmuted. Uh, I'm asking for assistance to move to Guatemala in the details of bringing all my animals and the fingerprints and all the hoops I have to jump through. I need an assistant. And three reliable people to help me transport the three cats along with my dog. Thank you. This is Jeannie. Go ahead. Go ahead, Jeannie. Okay. Okay. Carmen San Jose. 
supporting protection for Sidney Powell, Mike Lindell, two movies, 2000 Mules, is rigged, uh, 2020. Thank you. Thank you, Jean. Yeah, thank you, Tom. Um, this is Jeannie in Citrus Heights. And I was thinking that one of the best ways, or perhaps the best way, for the light to vanquish the darkness would be for some or many or even all of these beings who are currently working for the darkness to change their direction and their intentions from imposing their will on the rest of us and attempting to control us to respecting the free will of every soul, just the way our one infinite creator created us and intended for us to live together. That seems to me to be the ideal way for the light to win over the darkness, for all the prodigal sons and daughters to end their journey in the wilderness and come home. No one has to destroy or hold down anyone else. Everyone simply comes back to love and to wholeness. Now, maybe that seems too much to ask, like a pipe dream. But if we shoot for the sky, who knows how high we can go. So I ask the Elohim to support humanity in its awakening and also to support the fallen angels or the negative, whatever they may be called, in changing their minds and their hearts and let God welcome all of his children back home very soon. Thank you. Thank you. Anyone else before Jennifer goes over the healing list? Yeah, this is John. I wanted to ask that um, <clears throat> we have much more rain in the uh, southern states, and all the western states, especially the southwest, so we could fill up like Lake Mead and all the reservoirs and uh, also provide enough rain for all the farmers who need it in this country. And that's all. Thank you. Thank you, John. Uh, I would like to I would like to put into love light um, uh, uh, the, um, uh, the situation with um, beautiful Terry, and I would like to ask that uh, all of us present here uh, create a, a group consciousness that is necessary to remove uh, any and all influence from the uh, Terry space and uh, keep it clear uh, for the, uh, uh, as long as it's necessary and needed and uh, required. And um, uh, deemed uh, 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 useful by dear Elohim Ra. So, if um, everybody would uh, join me, we can take a few moments and create this consciousness requesting, requiring, and uh, seeing uh, her space completely clear for the highest and greatest good of all. We'll take a few moments. Thank you. Thank you, Javon. So, Jennifer, please, back to you. <laughs> Thank you, hi. I'd like to put everybody on this call, including our BBS listeners, if they would like to be on that, that list. It's always free will. And I would like to make mention of a few names here that need some extra, extra love and care, and that's Cecil our dear, dear Cecil, 
who is getting over his wife's transition, not getting over, living with. Lauren in Washington, Joe T in Washington, Tom in San Jose, Jackie and Julian, Antonio Jr., Sr., and Abby in California, Maxalina in California, Morning Sky in Oregon, and please send her some rain, Kathleen in Bloomfield, Vermont, um, Prudy in North Carolina, Linda Chamberlain, who is Judy's friend, um, my brother-in-law Andy, who is beginning his treatments for cancer, and my uh, significant other, Tom, and his health issues. I'm going to put him in the love light, and myself as well. And last but not least, Wynn and Terry. Um, we just send you guys loving energies. We're with you guys. We send you our support, and we imagine Terry healed and writing that book. And when we send you lots of love, buddy, you've been a rock through this whole thing. And that's all. Thank you, everybody. Muted. And this is when, and every night we close this with a scan of our planet. And the intent is to bring energy and outcomes into a positive line, okay? And and we have our sources tracking this with us. And in this case, we know they're really here. We know it. It's not like believing in God and God help us. We know how they work, how they interface. Uh, they've told us. They've gone into great detail. If you heard that, you know, thing that Bonnie read, you can see how sophisticated their explanations can be. Never do they sound like religious or have faith in us or anything like that. So it's an experience to make a connection with a source of that nature, which is what you'll get if you keep coming to these calls, which you might get. Not everyone gets it, but the people that do, it really changes their life. Everyone on this call is a volunteer, and and they, they're volunteering because they've had some kind of experience, personal experience, that this really works, and they show up every night, and <laughs> that's amazing. So we're going to create a group energy. We have a group energy, and we're going to surround our planet with it, and we're going to send it down. We're going to send the love light of the universe, like repeater stations, down to the surface of our planet, asking to lift the vibration wherever it can be lifted. And we include the humans who are predominantly service to others, the children and the young people who are sensitive to energies 
that are not very wise or discerning, which comes from experience. So we ask that they become discerning enough to see the difference between positive and negative agendas and put their their intentions on the positive. We go to the animals and the pets of our planet, and particularly the pets who help keep their owner's heart chakra open, and we bless those relationships and reinforce them with this energy. We go to the plant life, the trees, the grass, the bushes, and everything else, which receives the energy of the higher realms through their leaves and green parts and moves it through their body, their plant bodies, and their roots into the earth. And we ask to augment this energy with our contribution. And we go to the rocks, the minerals, and the crystals. And have a very strong matrices. And um, they can hold energy for long periods of time. And we just send them lots of this energy right now to increase their vibration into this realm. We go to the insects, and particularly the insects that are part of the balance of nature, like the bees, and we send them this energy for the endurance of their species, which is important to life on our planet. We go to the fish and the sea life, and the dolphins and the whales. We go to some of the other out-of-balance circumstances on our planet. We start off with the coronavirus and and any contagious virus pathogen on the planet now or in the future. We ask to render them harmless. We go to the immune systems of humans and we ask that they be strengthened. We go to the pathogens in vaccines and toxins and ask that they can be transmuted. We go to the awareness of people and the discernment of people learning how to distinguish between what's positive and what's negative in this realm, which is not easy because there's a huge amount of propaganda supporting the negative, which is, which is easy to fall for. And we go to the awareness of humans, to the intelligences and group souls in the higher dimensions that can help shift patterns in this realm and even do healings, but they have to be asked because they honor free will. And uh, we go to droughts and we ask for rain in all those places where water is needed and not forthcoming, in cities, in reservoirs, crops, and for animals have water holes. 
we go to the governments of our planet and we ask for qualities of leadership that make people feel safe and protected. We ask for qualities like benevolence, compassion, courage, wisdom, integrity, and ethics. And if not in the governments of today, in the governments of tomorrow. We go to the countries that are adversarial with each other, and we ask for nonviolent ways to resolve their differences. I say countries, and I also can include groups. We go to Ukraine and Russia and ask for this violence to come to an end and a peaceful treaty made that satisfies everyone's hopes without any more violence. We go to interventions. We ask that our realm is protected from nuclear weapons going off. We ask that all toxic materials on our planet be transmuted. Things like radioactivity, chemtrails, nanobots, and radio frequencies. You know, I left out something. You know what I left out? After we did all the things on the surface of the planet and bringing that light to the surface, I left out going through the surface and into the interior of the planet and helping to balance planet Earth, who goes has to process all life on our planet, and she goes through suffering. So... We send loving energy to Earth, healing to Earth. And we go to the energy waves that travel through the planet that turn into earthquakes and volcanoes. And we send them calm energy. And we go to the earthquake zones on the surface of the planet, the Ring of Fire, the New Madrid fault line, fault area, and the Mid-Atlantic fault area. And we send them all calm energy. I'm going through this fast because we're on BBS radio. We ask our sources to find any earthquakes volcanoes that are not in those zones that are potentials for the future and bring calm energy to them. And any earthquakes and volcanoes that need to occur because the earth is releasing stress, we ask they can happen gradually and away from population centers.
And right now, we are going to bring this energy to ourselves. We're going to move from our group energy position, circling the planet, into our home. And we're going to visualize this love light energy that travels through the universe coming through all the galaxies and the Milky Way and the solar system and landing on our personal rooftop where we can invite that energy into our home to clear any negativity, to lift the vibration of our home and to turn it into a sacred place. We send that energy around the outside of our home, protecting us from negative vibrations in the world, insulating us from that. And now we bring that energy through our bodies, opening our chakras, breaking down energy blocks and obstacles in our bodies. Healing us and activating our DNA. And on that note, I'm going to bring this call to an end, the verbal part. We're leaving the lines open for any of you that want to stay in a silent connection with this energy for as long as you like. And Jackie was mentioning Terry Brown, who is in a rehab home right now and is um, recovering from something. We can send her this energy, and you can do that on the silent part of the call, or you can do it after you hang up. And I thank everyone for listening, being here, supporting the energy of this, the people that are volunteering to make it happen every night. And um, I remind you that you are each an aspect of the one infinite creator. Temporarily experiencing these physical bodies on planet Earth. And if you're coming to these calls, you're part of the crew that's helping to lift the vibration of our planet. So I personally thank you, and I thank you on behalf of our sources, because they need people here for their energy to ground here, and that's why this is so important. On that note, We will see you next time.